Thank you everyone for downloading this episode of Three Different Dads. Um, we have two dads and uh, the fill-in dad, Mark, who's not even a regular dad. So, uh, Mark, thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm trying to line up another dad right now. So, as there we're talking, as we're talking, I'm going to be emailing possibly. So, uh, I just realized for regular listeners that our episode last week never posted, episode 45. Uh, so, I just posted it about 20 minutes ago. So now you get. Uh, as you're finding out, I'm sure when you're downloading this, there is now two episodes in your feed. So congratulations. Uh, uh, Mark's wife is a super fan of the podcast, and she didn't even notice because she <laughs> remarked that we are inconsistent, So, <laughs> with, which we are. She said it in a nice way. but <laughs> Yeah, she did say a little inconsistent, and I corrected her and said, yes. no, we are a lot inconsistent. <laughs> she was, yes, yeah, she was nice. Mark, you're a dad. Um, yeah. You, uh, so you're perfect for the dad podcast. A lot of times we don't talk about dad things. We just talk about um, whatever we feel like talking about. Uh, but you are replacing Tyler in this um, Michigan saga that we've been going oh, through no. the past. I, I feel like we've talked about it um, every episode, the past three episodes, possibly. Yeah. Um, but it's a new, you're a new dad, a new Michigan fan. How do you feel overall about this whole situation? Cause, cause I, we're going to continue to talk about this because that's just what happens. <laughs> yes. Cause it's never going to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's exhausting, man. It's, it's so much and so much stuff. Like, yeah, it's, it's a new story every single day. It's a new wrinkle and every, it's like a soap opera, right? And it just keeps going and going and going. And it's just, it just let it be. Let's figure it out. It's a due process. Yeah. And like just let, let's go. Like, my word. I, I just stay away from it. Like, I read it like every other day. And it's just a new thing here and there. And it's just exhausting. Like, the whole Connor Stallings in, like, a business in Idaho or something <laughs> that I read. And it's just like, come on. Like, it, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And, and then to do that and then to like suspend him the yeah. day before or well, what was it like three? Yeah, 30, was the, I think is what it, came. Yeah, it, that's pretty not great. But <laughs> <laughs> like, like, really? Like he was I think he was on the plane when that happened. But it's just I mean, the, the team put it together and they put out a hell of a win against Penn State and just grinded it. But um and just go to the next week but man oh man if we could just not talk about this anymore this would be great well we we don't have to <laughs> <laughs> no I no was, that was just like in general it's like yeah all the time, yeah you know i was hoping yeah, i was hoping uh jimmy was going to be on because tyler who is also a michigan fan he he emailed the podcast <laughs> which nice. i thought was funny because he's not here he's in he's in disney yeah. uh he emailed the podcast and um so he said first time question submitter which is yes because you are a host yeah, normally yeah. long time contributor to three different dads podcast <laughs> i i pulled the following direct quotes from episode four to three i'd like to circle back on something jim said talking about the upcoming penn state versus michigan game question that i asked apparently 
Does Penn State play Michigan this year? Uh, answer, Jim. Yes, they do. I can't wait till they till they fuck it. Uh, what do you say? I can't wait till they fucking now that they can't steal signs and actually play a decent team. Let's see how they do. Let's see how great their offense looks. And they said Michigan twenty four, Penn State fifteen. Uh, so the question was, and and we'll have to wait till Jim comes back. But I just think it's funny. What did Jim mean by play a decent team? Was he referring to Penn State or a different team? Does Jim think Michigan hasn't played anyone? So I was really excited because one thing Jimmy does, uh, if you if you haven't listened to this podcast, Mark, mm-hmm. one thing Jimmy does um, is he never and, – and, and if I say never, I'm sure he'll think of a time. But he really holds on to his stance, whatever that stance may be. And he's it just doesn't seem like he's willing to say, like, yeah, you're right, I messed up or whatever. <laughs> and maybe he has. I don't know. But I was really yeah. looking forward to seeing what he had Stays- to say about it. <laughs> Stays true to it. Yeah, because he just gets in, yeah. he he likes to get in arguments. <laughs> nice. Oh, here's our dad. Here's our new dad. All right. Again, um we are we are minus two dads. So Mark, you were gracious enough to fit us around your schedule and come on. We were supposed to record yesterday, but I couldn't do it. Yeah. Today you were able to come on. And now new dad, uh the third dad today, Scott Buker. Scott. Uh, the OG super fan who's probably having computer issues now because that's just how it works. Yeah. Anytime that it's like, take him in. Hey, there we go. OG, OG Scott Buecher. Um, So Scott, we, I had this whole thing about you on the last episode, right at the beginning. And then I realized that I did not post the episode. Oh, come Uh, on, man. So I posted it. So now you can go back to number 45. There's number 46, go back to number 45 and you can hear all about, all about you. Is on it's on Spotify. Yeah, it should be it should be on Spotify. I don't know if it's up. I don't know if it's up right now. Okay. Um, but it should be up relatively shortly. But if you just want to download it so we can get the download and then uh listen to the beginning, because that's when I talk about you because I felt bad. Episode 45, right? Or, yeah, cough, sneeze, wheeze. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't listened to that. You just posted it today. Just yeah. today, yes, because I for, I don't know what happened. Like I, I'm pretty sure I hit all the correct buttons last week. And walked away from the computer and then never checked to see if it went out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, watch, I'll listen to it. I'll listen yeah. to it tomorrow. So, so it's there now. Uh, another another big thing for the podcast is we reached 1,000 downloads. Oh, congratulations. Wow. I was pretty excited about that, yeah. Um, so I, uh, I, <laughs> I try to do – I'm terrible at math. And I'm like, that doesn't seem very good when we have 45 episodes and 1,000 downloads. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> That's all right. We're working. We're going up. We have fans nice. and we have people who email the show. So. Does it count plays? Like, like how many times it was played, or just download? I yeah. think so. I think it counts anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just if people don't want to listen to it, just download it, and you don't you don't have to listen to it. Just, just download it. <laughs> it still counts. It still well, counts. I think for you us. can like you can subscribe, and then yeah. it like automatically downloads. So like you can, yeah. you only have to do it once. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. You yeah, just, you what's the difference? I mean, because I don't download them, I just listen to them. Same. Does that still give you credit? It, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it still gives us credit. I I just don't think it can it counts as like um like I just don't think they want to write a whole thing. They just say downloads and it's a whole that just and co- covers they everything. Just categorize gotcha. it. Yeah. yeah, it should be just like listens. Then. I mean, like right, yeah, yeah, right, like a song. Yeah. Right. Either way. Uh, it's not going to change. It's not going to bump us up that much. 
Um, so the other dads are not here. Tyler is in Disney. He went to Disney. I'm going to Disney next week. Oh, are you? Nice. Oh, yeah. awesome. Uh, are you taking your children? Because Tyler did not take his child. Stunning. But yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm taking the kids. <laughs> so Tyler didn't take his own daughter? So they've, they went, I believe they went last year. Like all him, his girlfriend, and his daughter all went last year. And this year, unless they decided to not include her in pictures, she is not there. <laughs> She's the one taking the pictures. <laughs> All right. Like here, take this, take this photo of us. <laughs> yeah. So they're there, which uh, before the podcast, I was talking to Mark and his wife and how they, she mentioned that they would like to go by themselves too. I go, yeah, Andrew and I talk about it, but we just can't do it because the kids are too young right now. I think when they get older, I think that's something we could do. Lindsay and I went to Disney world eight years ago, maybe nine years ago. Yeah, kids and uh, over spring break. So we spent four days on the golf side, you know, at Lido Beach, Sarasota. And then we drove in and spent three days at Disney. It was cool. It was, it was neat. Yeah. Uh, but it's so different when you go. I, I bet it's so different when you go without kids because everything's about them. Like 100 yeah. percent of the time. Yeah. yeah. Even even right now, like if we if we decided we want to go every dinner thing that we the reservation we make, all this stuff is like, all right. Let's see the menu. Is there going to be stuff there that the kids can eat? Like it, we have, we have no say in what we do besides, but it's all our money and everything. <laughs> <laughs> see, not uh, for me. Like I, I just like join the kids. Like, so then I want, like, I want to go on bus light year. So we're going to go on bus light year <laughs> or I'm going to go. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm like the third kid. So then Rachel just like tracks us around and, <laughs> We'll do whatever we want to do. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I didn't properly induce yourself each other, but Scott, this is Mark. Mark, this is Scott. Mark, I uh, or uh, Scott, I coached with Mark several years ago, and we're coaching together now again. And I've known Scott for uh, most of my life now. Probably, <laughs> probably half my life now. Yeah. So since, since ninth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Tyler, so Tyler's in Disney, living it up. Um, and Jimmy, if this isn't a dad thing, Jimmy is on a, at an HOA meeting on his phone while he's waiting for his daughter to get pick, to get done uh, with dance class. Perfect. So, wow, yeah, I just I took my my daughter to dance class tonight and was there. So, yeah, yeah I had a dance class experience as well. <laughs> what? Because um, my my kids are older, so the the things they do. I, I mean, I got enjoyment out of a lot of things, but like when Lillian was doing gymnastics, she never did dance, but when she was doing gymnastics and she was like five, mm -hmm. it's a lot of tumbling that looks very like the same. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh, like I get excited for like, all right, what's let's do a new move here. <laughs> yes. I don't know. No, so, I don't so Alice will do tumbling right before dance. So this is new this year. So at 445, right. she's got tumbling for like a half an hour. And then she walks across the hall and goes to dance class. But if I now, for whatever reason it is, if I ask her how tumbling was, she'll say, no, daddy, gymnastics. <laughs> okay. That was, that was gymnastics. <laughs> how was your rolling around that I pay yeah. for? Yeah. Right. How was your half cartwheel thing? That you <laughs> <laughs> you got to be excited about it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Be excited about it. Right. 
half of parenting is always saying, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you, you did a great job. <laughs> we, uh, Abby used to do gymnastics and she still does every once in a while, but like some of those earlier classes, we, I would take her and, um, they'd have like the, the older kids would be like warming up before that. And I go, you guys can do that. She's like, mm-mm. You gonna you gonna do that thing that flip, <laughs> and it was just like this a roll, <laughs> and then just like jumping in a pit, and, and yeah, a lot if, different. If they would have said, "Okay, girls, we're gonna do all these things," my Google thing just went off. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, if they would have said, "Like, all right, girls, we're gonna do all we're gonna do some of the things the big girls uh, have done," would Abby have done those things? Oh, probably. Yeah. All right. I, I just didn't like Lillian would be like pretty apprehensive about it. She'd have to, she definitely wouldn't be the first one. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, Abby would probably do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think now she, Lillian would, but when she was younger, she, she didn't. Although she's always wanted the spotlight. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, uh, a big dad purchase I just made and it got me thinking on like, what are some really like recently for you guys real like like real spot on dad purchases? Because now a lot of times it's all right, here this is for the kids or here's a present for my significant other. Here's whatever. But I I just bought a lawnmower and there's nothing more dad than currently right now in my garage. I have three lawnmowers. Um, <laughs> one one uh, walk one push mower that I borrowed from my father in law. Uh, another push mower that is broken. That was mine. Yeah. And then my neighbor had a riding lawnmower that uh, her and her husband got divorced and she did not want his lawnmower anymore. So I bought it from her. Um, but so I, so the riding lawnmower is a new one you just bought. Yes. I just bought it last weekend. Yeah. Uh, it was, pre- it's, it's pretty nice. Mateo loved it. He was, oh, yeah. he was all over the, like driving all over the, the street. He went to see his, to his grandparents' house, drove over there. Um, and then he started doing it like by himself because we were moving leaves. I, I raked a bunch of le- uh, leaves, tarped them up, and then used the lawnmower to to yeah. pull them to the street. So he he was doing all that by himself, hooking everything up. But it was like a um, I was excited for it. And then Andrea even said, "She goes, well, doesn't it come with a leaf attachment?" I go, "Yeah, but that's currently in the garage still. I'm under a bunch of stuff." She's like, you, did you, "What's you just- a leaf attachment?" So I don't even know what it looks like. Like it could be a bagging unit. It could just be, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they get behind tractors and it's like a, it's like a sweeper as the wheels yeah. move. It's like turning this thing and flipping the leaves into a bag. Uh, um, so it could be that. I don't know what it looks like because I, yeah. I have yet to see it. So uh, I bought that part. So I didn't see, but she says they, they didn't even use it. It's still brand new. So uh, what can you guys remember? Like the last big debt, not even like expensive dad purchase, but something as the dad, you're like, yeah, this is what I want. Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, I got. I got to think. Uh, think about this. <laughs> so, so it wasn't. I didn't purchase. Like Lindsay got me a new lawnmower two years ago. Yeah, but that, that's, that is such a dad thing, though. Like, and then uh, so she actually got me one of those, um, like one of the uh, Ryobi ones. Oh yeah, which is like super nice. And then. And then in the, the process of that, then I've slowly started to switch over all my tools to all the Ryobi sets. Okay. Yeah. You know, so between that and like, just like the hand tools and, and then like the edger and the, the, 
the weed whacker and the blower and all that stuff. Do you uh, have do you have the forty volt stuff like forty volt lawnmower or is it the like drill battery eighteen volt? Oh, it's the forty volt. Yeah, okay. it's the, the big one. Yeah. Do you do you so do you have like forty volt um like weed whip with a weed whacker and edger and stuff or is that yeah the weed whacker is that too yeah okay yeah because I wanted to get that too but now my forty volt lawnmower is the one that doesn't work so really? I, I gotta get I gotta get a bit fixed it just completely stopped working I don't right. know what's going on with it well my um my lawnmower this summer the like the self propel stopped working mm-hmm. and so. I, it, still cut but like it just wouldn't like propel on its own right mm-hmm. and so i went underneath it and found the cord was sliced by the blade oh. and i don't know how that happened right but still under warranty so i had to call ryobi and like how do i get this fixed and they said well there's a you got to take it to i think it's called smithers out in millberry okay by lake and I said, so, so, okay. So I, I call them. And of course, like, they're like, all right, you need the receipt. <laughs> the receipt. You're, yeah. you're old. And like, well, we can't do anything unless there's a receipt. Like, she was right. So like I said, it was a Christmas gift from, from my wife. So luckily Lindsay still had like the home Depot app where she could pull mm. on the purchase. Yeah. She had it that way. So then I, I got it. And then I, and then I got like really sick and then it's like, I just kind of like lost track of it. Right. And then my, and then my dad was coming over cutting the grass because I wasn't able to physically. And then eventually I got it. And then he, then we, we took it and um, the, the store was like, well, it's going to take us a couple of weeks even to look at it before we can even diagnose it and run diagnostics on it. And then depending on if we can fix it or not, we got to wait for the part. If we can't fix it, we'll just buy you a new lawnmower. Yeah. And so the long short of it is they were able to fix it, but like they they literally had my lawnmower for like three and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> so so like I'm pretty sure they forgot about it. And like I said, I was six, I couldn't do it anyways. Like my yeah. dad went over and cutting the grass for me. And then I got I got better. And I was like, I, I could probably do it. And, and so I called them, like, hey, you have an update? And then she goes, well, let me check on that. And she calls me back like two days. Like, it's done. Oh my god! It could have been done three months ago. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty sure that was the case. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, so that's that's probably. I'm trying to think of other purchases I've had. I can't think of any other like dad purchases lately. Did you have other Ryobi tools before you got that lawnmower, or was that your your tip, the beginning of your Ryobi tools? Yeah, so I had. Um, I think the year before I bought like an edger. Okay. You know, to do like the sidewalks and the driveway and things like that. I think that yeah. was like my first. I just got tired of messing with like gas and oil and yeah, for sure. Mixing it and and I just, I just had enough of that. So that's what kind of sparked all that. Yeah, Mark, that what like about you? Best, uh, probably lawn mowing stuff. Um, yeah. When I, as soon as I switched to I switched to uh, cobalt, you know, mm-hmm. like the weed eater and uh, the lawn uh, the leaf blower is game changing like no more screwing around with mixing gas no more screwing around with that and yeah that was that was really nice um, uh, yeah my latest god i don't even know what my latest dad purchase was it's probably a tool it seems like i always try to anytime we start a new project i, I <laughs> yeah. kind of zero in on a, a tool like hey we need this <laughs> we really need this and 
sure as shit. Like I've gotten like uh, we got a uh, a Dewalt uh, cordless uh, circular saw um because um i was lazy and didn't want to go we were doing we actually were doing the the project in here um putting these slack things on the on the wall and i didn't want to go to the garage and cut and then come back up and then come down and come up so mm-hmm. we just did all the cutting up here um with the battery and it was awesome and then and then to nail it i said hey you know it'd be really cool is, <laughs> um to get a nailer that uh, you don't have to run hose through and stuff like that. So now we, then we got a, a battery powered uh, Brad nailer, and it was awesome. It's like the best thing. Like you That's don't have a, yeah. or anything. It's a, it's a use it once purchase, and it's all done. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what mine's been i gotta say <laughs> no i have to sell it that it's like more than just once that's what... yeah. we bought we put in like wood floors in our house i don't know eight years ago whatever it was no it was let's it was pregnant pregnant with alice so it would have been five years ago mm-hmm. and um like the actual like hardwood for the not like the ones like snapping mm. which would have been a lot easier it's like the ones that you actually had to take like the like buy the specialty nail gun that's like pressure loaded and oh, all yep, yep. so we actually had to buy this thing and it's we used it to put it hasn't been touched since it's been so yeah yeah that's how it. mine is it just yeah. probably probably wasn't as expensive yeah <laughs> so i don't think we'll ever use it again gotta sell that puppy yeah right i mean i don't even know you, how much it's for used only once Somebody used once used yeah. once yeah <laughs> my, my wife neighbor, made my neighbor found out that we put in these hardware floors and he was looking to do the same thing. He goes, Hey, do you want to come over and do it? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it once. And then I'm... Yeah. You're like, no. And I suggest you don't either. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was like, yeah. It, it literally took Lindsay, like Lindsay and I did it ourselves and her dad would come over a ton and help too. Um, Cause he's retired. But like we work on it like every night for like an hour and then the weekends for like five or six hours a day. And it took us like three months. Yeah. I mean, it was the whole main floor of the house, right? And um, it saved us a few thousand dollars. But if we would have paid somebody to do it, they would have done it in a weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> would yeah. Have been, <laughs> yep. In retrospect, I would have just paid the money. I guess, yeah. How much <laughs> is your time worth, I guess? Yeah. Also, how many how many fights did it create along the way? Well, not, not too many. I mean, but like... I, there's no way we could swing that now with two kids, mm-hmm. you know, not, not a chance. And like, I wasn't, you know, my job wasn't what, what it is now. And yeah, you know, Lindsay's the same way, but like, yeah, now it's, we don't have, we don't have the time. We, I think we would pay that, pay that out. There's some stuff I'm just willing to pay for now. Like not yeah. even like I could probably figure some stuff out, but now I, out of convenience and time, um, and as long as we save the money, we're not putting anything on credit cards. Here you go. Do yeah. do this thing for me, please. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. When we uh when we first bought our house, we went through and like did a ton of ton of work. Like I put flooring in, like laminate flooring in through throughout the first floor. We within the first two two years, we did a bath and a half renovation. We did all sorts of stuff, but then you know, when the kids come around and, and it's just a lot harder to do stuff, but, um, now I got a better job and this and that. And I'm like, no, I am not, I'm not doing it. Like, like I've done roofing, I've done siding. Um, but, uh, I don't have warranty on my work. So, 
I have to fix it if I, I screw it up. Yep. So, Do you guys like, like doing that stuff? Because I hate it. I absolutely I, hate that stuff. I don't mind as long as I have the time. Yeah. Um, but like doing like a whole roof, I wouldn't want to do that. Like that's that's annoying. And like so like over the last couple of years, like I hired out a bathroom remodel, I hired out like our kitchen model, and mm-hmm. it just you know, we saved up the money. So it's like I don't have to do this because like again, like like you said, Lorenzo, it's like time and just figuring out when am I gonna do this. Like yeah. to do to do a project like that would take me like three months three months of weekends and and that i just don't have especially like in you know like summer between baseball and softball yeah and nothing's happening i could barely mow my lawn during you know (laughs) yeah i uh i don't mind doing the projects i think it's because i mean i like working with my hands and i do a lot less of it now at work where i'm mostly telling people what to do calling people setting things up don't talking to have meetings that kind of stuff but uh, I put flooring in also. It was just the snap together. And um, it was really nice for a little bit. And then, like, now it's, like, cracking and stuff. And I don't like it. And I know Andrea doesn't like it. <laughs> but the bad thing about that snap snap together flooring is you can't just be, like, cre- like f- fix one piece. You got to, like, peel back right. everywhere, yep. start where it's broken, and then go back. So yeah. it's, it's, a, it's another process to do. So I don't know if we're just going to. We're just gonna live with it now, and then eventually pay someone else to do it. Because the rest of our kitchen is nice. Like, like w- mm-hmm. when we first moved in, it was nine years ago. Like, it was remodeled and everything. Um, but yeah, I also have a patio that's been sitting uh, about. I got about ten uh, percent started, and it's just been sitting there for <laughs> almost two years now. So, um, that well, it makes, if it makes you feel better, that floor I referenced earlier. Like we had to take out all like the the quarter round and things like that. I we still haven't put that back up yet. <laughs> oh yeah, when when I did the flooring here, I didn't have trim up for like a year. Yeah. Oh, that's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like five it was, years for us. <laughs> it was trimless. Five years, huh? Yeah, that's like Dude, trim's whatever. a pain in the ass, man. Like, that's why I bought trim. the nailer. That was yeah. for the trim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's that's so funny. Like it's so like Lindsay and I've been looking at new houses a little bit, like get a little bigger and and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's not like something that's like really crazy obsessive. Like, hey, we got to find a place. Just like if something, but there's 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 two parts to the conversation that we have. Is is a the first part is if we find another house, it's got to be like our last house here in town mm-hmm. for the next 20, 25 years. And I'm like, it's got to be done like i don't want like yeah. to buy a house like the one we're in now where we had a ton of work into it and all this stuff right it's got to be done and then the second part of it is we have to sell this one which means we got to finish everything that we haven't done yet <laughs> <laughs> in order to sell it which i'm not particularly a huge fan of that either so like that, yeah. long, long story short we're probably gonna stay here so <laughs> <laughs> that that's what was good about when we moved into this house is that it was like, there wasn't anything we had to do. We had to paint. uh, And that was just because Andrea wanted to paint, but we, we had to do a bunch of stuff at our old house. We had, we lived in Toledo and it was like, it was a perfect starter home and we were able to put in windows and put a new furnace in new water heater. They didn't have central air. So we put central air, like we did all these things. Now, again, these are all stuff we, I paid someone to do. Um, or we paid somebody to do but all these improvements that we made knowing like hey we're not gonna stay in this house forever as soon as as soon as our our 
kid is born and getting ready for school, we got to find our way back to Perrysburg. Um, but uh, I was just telling the story when we put our our furnace and air condition in that house. We used a contractor, but it was a side job for him. Which, uh, if you ever pay the contractor side job money, it is very cheap to do, mm-hmm. uh, and they make out like banshees because it's all to them and not to their company. But yeah. what happened was his company knew where he was at and his boss showed up at my house. No way. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And I mean, the, he still did the work. Like everything was finished. I think he was almost done. Like he was almost leaving. He was just taking like, he was hauling the rest of the old stuff out and his boss showed up because he was in his company van, like at my house. And I'm, I'm assuming it had low jack or something on it that they could monitor where he was at. Oh, and, I'm, and he's like, Oh, it's my boss. I'll take care of this. I'm like, yeah. Cause I'm not, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I paid you. So yeah, the stuff went in and everything. And I don't know what happened to him, but, uh, I, I know yeah. I made out. No, yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. He's like, my boss is here. Jesus. What does that mean for me? Yeah. Right. <coughs> like, you gonna finish it or not? That's all I need to know. Right. Yeah, man. Can I, can I not be hot? Can I not sweat when I sleep now? Thank you. <laughs> um, what else? So, uh, J- Jimmy, and I don't know how closely you guys follow NBA at all. If, if at all, I don't know. Um, well, Jimmy, cons- cause I, ma- I made a bet with Jimmy that the Mavericks would not finish in the top two. Just the um, $100 bet I, uh, you talked about the other day? Yes, the $100 bet. I bet him 100 bucks that the Mavs would not finish in the top two of the Western Conference Finals or Western Conference. And every time they play a game, he texts the me and Tyler their their record, and currently they are eight and two and doing very well. And I would thought there's no way in hell that they're going to do this well. The long um, season, it is a very long, long season. And I keep games a lot, and I keep trying to tell Jimmy like they haven't really played anybody. They've had a pretty good schedule, um, pretty easy schedule to yeah. first go around. And if he listens to this, he'll. You know, I was telling Mark he Jimmy Jimmy does not give in. Whatever his stance is, like Jimmy would make a good flat earther because like those guys do not give it. And maybe he thinks the earth is flat. We haven't brought it up, but he just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Where Jimmy's got this like innate way to, you know, talk his, is to prove his point and it, the way he articulates it, you, you almost believe it. And then you, <laughs> then you sit back and like, he's just full of shit. And like the way he presents it, it's, it's almost like a lawyer, right? It's like that lawyer that knows that he doesn't have an argument, but he sounds really good delivering it to people. That's, that's what Jimmy is. Jim would be a good cult leader. No. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can't live my life. Never saying like, you're right. You know, I made a mistake. And I and again I told Mark at the beginning of this maybe he has said that it's never happened on the podcast I can tell you that <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah J- Jimmy's world everybody else just living in it right I, I do enjoy that part of him though because it makes because a lot of times it's not me that's involved in it and when it is me it gets me so hyped so amped up because I get so <laughs> frustrated and I'm sure he loves every second of it it's super great to listen to from like a viewer. <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, you're just like where's he gonna go with this oh, and 
You know, right when you think he's going to make a lot of sense, like he's almost got you convinced, you know, with it. And then you kind of sit back and you're like, he's just stubborn. Yeah. That's all it is. Very stubborn. Yeah. It always, it always, whenever he argues something, it reminds me of when he told the story about uh, when his dad found his tattoo or saw his tattoo on him. It's like 3 a.m. and Jimmy's sleeping. And I, I think because there's like some, I don't know if it's a fire alarm. Something's going off or the power went out. And his dad came in the basement and his dad asked, uh, is that a new tattoo? And Jimmy's just like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> and I lost my shit because my dad would have been like, no, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> but Jimmy's just like, well, I'm not talking about this right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get away with that, man. Hey, uh, in case anybody's interested, uh, I just pulled up the BG Toledo score. Oh, I just saw it too. 28 to 10 BG. That was a 28 wow. to 10. Though? I was watching a little bit before, yeah. before we jumped on, but yeah, they just scored it right before halftime. There's 24 seconds left in the half. 28 to 10. Didn't BG beat them last year too? Is it the last year before? They're left. Yeah. So Leffler's two and two against UT, which is actually remarkable because UT has been the class of the MAC. Yeah. They only have one loss this year. Yeah. So Illinois year. and that, that one was, they barely lost. Oh, they could have won. Yeah. Should have won that yeah. one. Yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah, like Leffler's two and two against them. I mean, so he's, I mean, he's, he's winning against Toledo, who's like I said, the, been the class of the MAC the last few years. It's, it's probably what saved Leffler's job the last couple of years was he's getting these wins against them. Right. It seems like a he's seen, I've I've seen him a couple times, um, Leffler. He just seems like a I don't know. He seems like a weird dude. Uh, well, one of the times was when at that banquet that um, I saw you at the when, football uh, foundation. Yeah. yeah, and he sat at a table by himself. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Why? What is happening right now? So I don't know if this was the same banquet that you and I were at, but I remember it was it was the football foundation banquet. And he spent the entire time on a legal pad, like just writing down who knows what, right? <laughs> I don't know what, I mean, is he like processing? It's not like he had to give a big speech. He didn't. It, like, is he having ideas? He's writing down plays. He's writing down re- like grocery lists, recruiting. I mean, what's he doing? Yeah. Um. You know, as opposed to like Jason Candle, who's been there a few times. He, I mean, Candle's very social. He, you know, he goes around to the tables and talks and introduces and tries to connect all the way around. You know, mm-hmm. not to say one's right, one's wrong, but definitely have, has seemed to be a different approach. But I tell you what, were you at the one when he raffled off the trip to UCLA? Yes. That was something else because like he, come, he comes up and, you know, hey, my prize is – you know, tickets to the we go out to, to Los Angeles to play UCLA, tickets to the game, sideline passes, locker room access. You're flying out on the team jet with us. You're staying in the team hotel with us. You know, awesome package, right? And then yeah. and Jason Candle comes for UT. It's like, well, I got sideline passes to one of my games this year. That's, 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 all, that's all he offered. And we're like, that's. And it did. I, as, came up. Yeah, yeah it did I, it, like super crazy expensive. No, I was just gonna say it. It was not five hundred bucks. Yeah, it was not expensive at all, um, yeah. especially to go. Yeah, to go all the way out there. But yeah, uh, Jason Candle. Uh, so I, I I went to one of their practices. Um, this is probably four years ago now, and I spent all day. Like there's some pairs, other pairs of coaches there, but I was there all day. 
mm-hmm. and I was with the receivers coach. We went through practice. Then I sat in their offensive meetings and everyone, all the offensive coaches were there except for Candle. And they were like looking at recruiting film. They're talking about practice, whatever music was playing. As soon as Candle walks in, like everyone just shuts up. The music's turned off and like the whole mood changes. And I felt it was weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I I don't know if they felt like they had to do that or if, or if he's like, hey, when I come in the room, everything, everything's quiet. And we just, uh, we got to, we got to buckle out and do all this stuff. But it was, it was a notable shift where I felt weird about it. Like, can I talk? Like I, I was scared. Yeah. Who is he's like? Who is this guy? Get him out of here. Yeah, right. I didn't say. I didn't say a goddamn word. I didn't. <laughs> like I'm just here to watch. I, and, and then I didn't know like when I should leave because I was there all day. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, when when's a good time for me just to leave? Yeah. So, so, yeah. So I was stuck in this meeting. And I was like, okay, so the meeting, awkward moment of getting up and walking out. Yes. So I was like, as soon as this meeting's <laughs> over, I'm out of here. But when is this meeting over? Yeah. It was, it was, it was terrible. It yeah. was ter- I mean, I had a good time, but that part when I was like, all right, I just want to leave now. Um, mm-hmm. was not a good time because I had I had no idea. I had no idea what I was doing. You know, year, years ago when uh, Matt Campbell was the coach at UT, you know, there was a um I don't think you were here. You were, you were there, Lorenzo, but there was a like a little like Northwest Ohio like coaching clinic at um, it's not there anymore. It got they got torn down, but the holiday in French, the French quarter, quarter here in mm-hmm. town. And and um, Matt Campbell was there and we were sitting. I was there with with Coach Kriegel and, you know, and our our, our coaches and um, at a table and at the time. Uh, Matt Campbell was recruiting a receiver that that Matt had, um, and so he went over to talk to Matt about the receiver. And then in the process of that, you know, there's like six or seven of us sitting there. And remember, I'm like the low totem pole freshman coach, right? Yeah, yeah. So in the process, and this 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 struck me interesting, and I've never forgotten it. So Matt Campbell, who's there talking with Coach Kriegel about the kid then took the time to connect with each one of us at the table and actually have an honest moment with each, like ask, like, Hey, what do you coach? And then mm-hmm. like, I coach linebacker, whatever it is, whatever it might be. And it actually would spend time with each person at that table, you know, asking a specific question about what they do or how they do it or whatever it might be. And then when he got to me and member freshman, I was like, Hey, I'm a freshman coach. I also coach track here. Oh, you know, coach track. I love how I do, which events do you do this? But like it, it just struck me as a really a, a cool thing that he would take the time to connect individually with each one of us there. When in, in in all reality, is he's he's there to talk to Matt to try to get the receiver right. That, that's yeah. why he's there. But he he spent the time. I just thought that sp- that spoke a lot to to Matt Campbell a little bit with you know how he how he treats people. I can't imagine going in any position, any leadership type position and not being like that. Like, yeah. like uh, maybe not like his job is to get the best players he can get. So he's going to, he's going to talk to all these people, but obviously he didn't have to talk to you guys, but just being in any leadership role and not understanding who you're managing or who you're trying to attract or whatever. And being for back of a lot of term, an asshole 
and not <laughs> getting shit done. I, it, 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 it sounds common, right? But like, how many yeah. times do you see that though? I mean, we just yeah. Coach just at a table all by himself on a legal pad. <laughs> but I mean, not to say that's right or wrong. Everybody approaches a little bit differently. But like, I don't. I did this. That just kind of like struck me from, mm-hmm. you know, from a Matt Campbell. But like, hey, he didn't have to do that, but he did. You know, kudos to him. Mark, do you do you manage people? Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, do you have to give like um, what, what is it called like a um, not like not like a review but like evaluation um, evaluation Yeah, yeah, we have yearly ones. Like, do you yeah. are they pretty like cookie cutter or do you are you guys good about like making them like really worth it? Because I when I was at UT, it was like all right, here it is. I don't get we don't get fives. You get fours. See ya. And it, it was very short. No, with I, I make it purposeful. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the way we do things is, um, by the time you have a review, um, nothing is a surprise. Um, it's just a, you know, just kind of a, a summary of, of the, the, the year and how everything was going. But, um, we talk about goals before, before we even do the review to, to talk about what we're doing for the next year. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's always purposeful. It's always meaningful. I mean, yeah, we have to do it, but um, I know, like, when I have my review, like, I I look forward to it and, and try to like do better and 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 that sort of stuff. So I try to kind of pass that along. And you know, I have a pretty good team that I work with anyway, and um, we're uh, we're always kind of moving forward and, and and doing stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's always it's always purposeful and and kind of worth our time i guess yeah that way yeah because yeah, i mean just to go back to matt campbell like like you running a team or running a staff and to not be again it seems it seems like it's rare to to be like that and you you care about people and you want everyone to do well and all this stuff but i don't i don't understand how supervisors survive when they're not that way especially especially now like in today's oh yeah it's not like i'm 80 but in today's day and age (laughs) it's like that's what staff looks for they they want that kind of stuff as as opposed to just like tell me what to do and i'll see you in a year when my when it's my next evaluation because even for even for the metro parks they our hr staff wants us to talk to each one of our staff members at least once a month like a one-on-one super informal it could be 10, 15 minutes, but they also may say they, they don't want it to be about work. Like just talk to them. Even if it's just short conversation about what they did that weekend, make sure you're touching base with and doing that kind of stuff. Cause I know what I learned is if they, if you just have regular conversations, then every time you're like, Hey, can you come here for a minute? Or, Hey, can I talk to you? Then they're not thinking like, Oh, am I in trouble? Right. You know? yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he just wants to talk or, or whatever, you know, and it makes them a little more happier at work. But I just, I don't know, I, obviously I can't manage any other way than just be me and, and be like a player's coach. Um, but it's it just, it's crazy to me when I see people at high places, they're like, man, I don't know how you got there and why you're still there. Yeah. 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 My big thing is, is trust is, is, you know, being able to like, you know, I got a, I got a decent sized staff. So it's like, Hey, if I assign you an assignment, I need to trust that like you're going to do it and do it the way it's supposed to be done. So yeah building that trust and I, I like to try to do it honestly and not just like some bs um you know like i'm i'm supposed to do it or something i just try to um and i'm, I'm sure you do, do it pretty organically 
mm-hmm. even though you're, you know, you're supposed to do it, but um, just doing the, the regular, it, you, you can be very campaign-ish, you know what I mean? Where like, you're just pressing the flesh and like any, if you've ever met any politician <laughs> on a, yeah. on a, on a trail, it's very, it seems not very genuine. So, you know, it's nice that like, you know, to hear like with the Matt Campbell stories, like, you know, you felt, you know, Scott, you felt it was genuine, whether it was, whether it was or not. I mean, he pulled it off, you know? So, sure. I, you know, you, you kind of wonder if like, is that on purpose? Is it, is it strategic to his mission or is he, is that um, just the way he is? And hopefully it's probably a little bit of both, mm-hmm. hopefully, but um or he's just a really good actor and, and, uh, you know, played that off. But, you know, I, I always hope that everybody's genuine. Every time I talk to somebody, I, I don't put on a different face and just, you know, be professional when I need to be professional, but like just having an honest conversation with people is, is what I appreciate. Well, sometimes you get those conversations. You're like, Oh, someone asked you, did you, did you just get done talking to so-and-so? You're like, yeah. It's like, Oh man, they, they're this way or that way. And then, and then you tell him like, well, I've never seen that. So I'm just going to go based on how he treats me, um, yeah. how this person treats me. Cause that's all I can go off of. If you say he's that way, then, then okay. But I haven't seen that kind of stuff. I'm not saying that that person's wrong, but again, right. like this is, this is how we interact. And, and this is what I feel when I talk to this person. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. All right, got fellas. Well, I um, appreciate you both coming on. Uh, Scott, very last minute. As I was texting you, I, I always try to think. I know he gets up really early, so I don't even know if he's in bed right now. I, I was laying in bed. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on here, Scott. Yeah, you I, too. Uh, yeah. I'm, you know what? I, I get up at four, so like uh, you know, sometime between eight thirty and nine, I'm usually sleeping. So you, you caught me just in time. Oh, beautiful. All right. Uh, well, before we go, do you guys have dad jokes? Uh, I don't have any ready, but I have a website popped up. I sent you a, like an email. I saw it. I saw it. Show. Yeah, I saw it. A, uh, a whole a whole bank of them, right? Um, so I do. I do have one. All right, go ahead, Mark. What do you do when you get attacked by a group of clowns? Go for the juggler. It's <laughs> a good. I like that one. That's a good one. All right. Here we go. What what do you what do you call an angry carrot? A steamed veggie. <coughs> right, steamed go. veggie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I used to be addicted to soap, but I'm clean now. Ah, good one. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks again for coming on, and as always, thanks to our super fans, Rachel, Megan, Kurt, uh, Scott. You're on the list. And you will, you'll know that now because I, if you listen to the beginning of the forty episode forty five, and, and of course, what's that? I'll go back to episode forty five tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and of course, thanks, George. Um, this has been three different deaths. If there's nothing, that's the same thing.